0: Hello and welcome to the 90 Hayden Road podcast where we talk about all things Hopkinton and Hopkinton High School. My name is Evan Bishop. I'm the principal here at HHS and I'm happy to be joined with students Lydia Rudden and Young Wang, both of whom are interns in the main office taking a leadership class this first semester and also are seniors. And now that we're a third of the way through the school year, I'm curious to get your viewpoint on how things are going. Uh, And I know the month of November in particular is is stressful for students with the college application process and and thinking about your post-secondary plans. And as a former guidance counselor here at HHS, I have certainly seen a little bit of a transition on, on, on when students are applying to college. I was a guidance counselor between 2005 and 2009, and I would say at that point there was a mix of students applying regular decision versus early action or early decision. And I've seen that trend go to uh, far more students applying the earlier action or early decision timeline, which is usually around that November 1st or November 15th deadline. And I'm curious, from your perspective, Lydia and Young, why do you think that has become the trend?
1: I think the college process is something that's considered really stressful for a lot of students. So I think a lot of students think it's important to um, get the applications done early to alleviate stress for later in the school year and to see where they get in or not earlier in the school year rather than later.
2: Some people might have the preconceived notion that schools, if you are applying early action. You may be entered into a more smaller competitive pool of applicants and your high, your chances of getting in are higher and some schools may accept more people early or some schools may lower their standards for early. What has been the
0: most stressful part of this whole college application process? And on the flip side, what has been something that may not have been as difficult that you may thought was going to be hard at the start of the process?
2: Just because a lot of the material that you're sending to colleges is already You've already set it in stone. There's not much you can really change other than your essays, your supplementals. and I think that's probably the most stressful part because you want to show the best side of you to the school, but also be come from a place where it's not like I'm just gonna I'm gonna compliment the school just because I think I want to get in or whatnot.
1: I think the essays are definitely stressful because it's hard to know when it's perfect because you have a lot of time to keep on working on it, so to know when you should stop is sort of stressful, but also I think deciding which school is best for you can be challenging because there's so many schools out there and even to know where to begin can be challenging.
0: Do you think that there's one best fit school for you? Or do you have a mentality where there's probably a number of schools that I could land at and be happy?
2: Your college experience is dependent on what attitude you have to your education and your experience there. So you may succeed really well in, say, UMass Amherst, which is a close school, but you might also have better opportunities in California or Texas. Like There are a lot of colleges out there, and I think a lot of them are similar enough and offer the similar experience where one might not necessarily be... Oh, perfect for you. You could you could succeed in multiple places.
1: I agree with Young. How
2: many college campuses did did you visit leading up to
0: this time, uh, whether it be with family or friends or just as you were kind of going through the process of gaining more information about the different uh, universities and colleges that are around? I think I
2: visited seven.
1: I'm not really sure. I started visiting campuses going into my sophomore year. Whether I was in different states for lacrosse tournaments or clinics or things like that, I would try to visit different campuses to get a feel of what um, I liked best. So I think it helps to visit a lot of different schools to see what you like and where you feel comfortable.
0: What were you both looking for? When you say we're trying to find something that you feel comfortable,
2: it was the right fit. What were some of the things that stood out to you? It really, for me, depended on the day. I, just, I think that Taking one visit at a time and not really trying to cram all the visits at once and really getting to know campus better and see what the atmosphere and if I could see myself here is the biggest thing for me. Because I know that a lot of people maybe went on three or four tours a day and just like, oh, if it's raining or if there's something small that ticks them off, they may eliminate that college without an actual reason why?
1: I actually never went on an official tour at any of the schools I went to. I usually just walked around with like my mom or my dad and I think it was helpful to talk to different people on campus, ask them for directions because talking to people helps me at least decide. I noticed that I would just get certain feels on different campuses where I'd feel comfortable and I thought I would want to go to.
0: So Lydia, I'm going to cycle back to uh, something you said earlier around uh, the college essay and, and the stress that goes around that. I think that you know we as a school have taken on some measures. We offer a, a summer workshop for students as they're getting ready for their senior year through our guidance department and through some of our English teachers offering help with the college essay. I understand that I don't believe either one of you uh, took part in that workshop, but tell me a little bit about your essays, what you wrote about and, and, and why. So
2: for me, I wrote about my first time flying. I wanted to find a way to make myself stand out because I realized that all the admissions officers would be reading tons and tons of essays. And I think for me, it was more about just trying to interest the reader.
1: I wrote mine about my experience through dance, how I started that at sort of an older age and how that helped me sort of come out of my shell. And I sort of went into, I think people are constantly changing and how that helped me in either like becoming a leader or just more confident.
0: What, when did you start dancing? You said it at younger um, age.
1: Not until fifth grade, which is sort of later. My mom um, wanted me to do it. She thought I would like it, so I didn't. It did was you, so did fun. You avoid,
0: yeah. Did you push back for a while and finally gave in? Well, when she you didn't really or? tell
1: me until the day of my dance class because <laughs> I didn't usually like to do things like that. But um, I ended up loving it and it helped me come out of my shell. So.
0: And how long did you do that? Do you still dancing?
1: Um, I stopped going into eighth grade, but I loved it. I just, it was getting a lot with sports and yeah. school and things like that. And but.
0: speaking of sports, you you, you just mentioned that. I, I know your process is a little bit different than others as you're a recruited athlete. Can you tell us about kind of how that process went?
1: So I started the process, I think I said earlier, going into sophomore year, and which is really early, and I wish it wasn't so early because I think talking about college at that young age was definitely really stressful. But I know for at least women's lacrosse, they made a rule now that you can't commit until... Junior f- or September 1st of your junior year. So it sort of makes the process later, but that wasn't the case for me at the time. I um, started by talking to my club coaches, and they helped me a lot, um, gave me sort of a timeline. So I just looked at a lot of different schools. I would go to clinics, camps, emailing coaches.
0: Sounds like a very detailed process.
1: Pretty detailed, mm-hmm. I guess, but mm-hmm. our club coaches helped me a lot, which is nice.
0: So, uh, and I'll direct this one to you, Young. Um, Lydia talked about... Going into her sophomore years, when things started to pick up a little bit in terms of kind of looking at colleges and with with her athletic uh, component, when do you think, in your opinion, is too early to start the conversation around what your post secondary plans are? And, and you know, we have a freshman guidance seminar class now. We have sophomore workshops, junior guidance seminar, where a lot of that gets covered. But I'm curious, from a student's perspective, when do you think is the appropriate time to start these conversations, and why?
2: Probably once you get deeper into your junior year, because I think talking about a freshman year or even going to recruiting fairs and whatnot sophomore year a lot can change from then and often people aren't really sure what they want to do and even now I don't even know what I want to major in I have a loose idea that I'm putting on all my college applications but truly like I am more focused on getting into schools rather than what I want to do which I think might not be the healthiest thing and often some schools are specifically good for x major and people want to go to that school and once you get in that school flexibility isn't necessarily the best thing so that might be a bad track to go on so I think that good time to start talking and visiting schools is junior year but people do it earlier and that works out for them and people do it later which works out for them so
1: or I know some of my friends even committed their freshman year and I think that can get confusing for some people because what people decide on when they're 15 years old might not always be what they want when they're 18 years old trying to decide later in your high school career is more helpful, I think.
0: At HHS, when did you feel like we started talking a little bit about this process, whether it be through guidance or just
2: in your general classes? I think late sophomore year, like Mm -hmm. towards the end of sophomore year, probably.
1: I think it was mentioned freshman year during the seminars, but just talking about GPAs and what colleges may look for.
0: I think we all know that there are a lot of factors when it comes to the stress Created around the college application process, you know, whether it be f- pressure from home, pressure from peers, pressure from the school,
2: pressure from yourself. Can you talk a little bit about any of those pressures and how they may have affected you? For me personally, it's really been my family. I think it depends on your f- your culture at your household and depending on how you take and perceive college at school. I know a lot of people just want to go to college for the education and don't really care what school they get into, so they're just visiting and they just go and apply based on the school they like the best. But you have another side where parents might be pushing or you might be pushing to go to the most academically strong school or maybe the most prestigious school. And with that, you have US News rankings ranking colleges. And that plays a massive part into people's decisions on which colleges to go to and just maybe even how much money the college gets. So big universities, like state schools, some of them are ranked higher. And that's because they get a lot more funding from the state. and. Even acceptance rates do matter in the way that you wouldn't think it would. Schools that are viewed as more, more um, traditionally, I guess, what's the word? I guess more selective, mm-hmm. those schools tend to get more applicants or more people who want to go to there because they see, oh, not a lot of people are accepted here and people who go here might have a stronger chance of succeeding outside of college, which might not necessarily be true.
0: So Lydia, I want to ask you, you have some older siblings that have gone through HHS and have, have gone off to different colleges and universities. What advice did they give to you throughout this process to maybe try to help find some balance throughout the whole application process, to the essay, to making a choice?
1: I think one thing that helped is to sort of base college off of just what would be best for you and not what other people would think, which... I think was helpful because I think as Young was saying, everyone wants to go to the most prestigious school. So just caring about what's best for you is important.
0: How easy is that or how hard hard is that?
1: It's always pretty hard just to think of yourself in a way that you shouldn't be caring what other people think because I think people always care what other people think. Another piece of advice they gave me is to get my applications in early. I know one of my sisters got it done before senior year even started, which I didn't do because I'm sort of more of a procrastinator, but it was still um, good to know that you should get it done early.
0: Any advice you'd give to some of our underclassmen now about this process?
2: It's very easy for students to be like, oh, I did bad on this test or did bad on this essay, and it's lowering my grade and my GPA is going to go down, and I think that, sure, Some grades might negatively impact your overall grade in the class, but often aiming to be more well-rounded as opposed to, oh, being the highest-achieving student may be a better option for students and may prepare them better in the future. Because I think, sure, doing good on a test will help you in college in some aspects, but also being a good communicator and being a good collaborator is a lot better, I think.
0: So what things do you think... I know it might be uncomfortable to tell me in the role that I have here, but I'm curious when you look back at your kind of high school experience, I know you still have a number of months to go, but what are things that we could maybe do differently or add into what we're already doing to make the experience better for our students when it comes to trying to find a healthy balance with this process? I think when you, a goal of ours the last few years has been around social emotional learning and we've, we've had different things like de-stress weeks and homework free weekends and trying to encourage the students and the community and the parents to find that balance. Are there things that you can think of that have either worked here or that you have some suggestions or thoughts on that we can start to incorporate?
1: I think that meeting personally with the guidance counselors is really important because I think it's more helpful to work on your own college process with someone one-on-one instead of a big group because I think everyone has their own individual timeline.
2: Yeah, I also think that um, exploring more options may be helpful, whether it's within school and oh, this is some extracurriculars that you could do, and you don't necessarily need to be, oh, hammering and studying for this one test on Monday, uh, on Sunday night at, like, 1. Also, I think with other options, you could think of before college maybe taking a gap year, or if you want to have any interest in enlisting. And I think exploring more options outside of college may be helpful or having options before you take the college route.
0: Yeah, and along those same lines, Young, And this goes out to both of you. In terms of the survey that we just recently sent out that you helped create as part of your internship was to some of uh, our past graduates from 2013 through 2018, and we got a number of responses back, and one of the data points that was telling is that students felt we should do a little bit more when it came to kind of looking into different careers, future careers and options for students. Do you feel that that's something that we should incorporate more of, and and what would you envision that
2: looking like? I definitely think that we should incorporate more self-discovery, I guess, about potential majors that one could learn about or study in college because me right now, I'm a senior and I still don't know what I want to major in. I For me, I've gone based off what is the most broad and what sort of piques my interest, but I can use it in different field, tw- fields, which for me is economics. And I've been putting that down on college applications, but truthfully, I don't know what I want to do. And I think that it would be really beneficial for me to have at least some idea of types of jobs and I think one way that we're improving it is starting these internships with the administrative and uh, the athletic areas. So I think that allows people, I know my friend Robbie, he has interest in sports management and he's doing the athletic internship and that allows him to see more into the career.
1: Different courses like this internship, has definitely helped me decide the direction I want to go in, but also classes with engineering. I know that um, there are more robotic classes that are coming out, which I think um, has sparked a lot of interest in a lot of the students here. And the STEAM week that we had recently, I think also sparks interest in a lot of students.
0: We talked about this a little offline recently about uh, some of the schools around here that have rejection boards. And what I mean by that is that students, when they get rejected by a college, at some high schools around the area, they have a board in their guidance office or or by their library where the students will post their rejection letter to kind of have this idea that it's okay, I did get rejected from the school and, and, and things are going to be okay and I'm going to find the right school for me. Some other schools have kind of shied away from that a little bit. What are your thoughts on a rejection board here at HHS, and do you think it would work?
1: I'm not really sure how many people would participate because of how competitive um, students may see the college application as. um, But if it does alleviate sort of the stress of getting into schools, it might be a good idea.
2: For me, I'm rather hesitant towards the idea because, for me, I think it'd be kind of embarrassing for me to post something that I didn't get accepted into a college. I think that it that de- it depends on the person. Cause you could have a person like me who's applying to like at least ten different schools or and then you have someone else who's applying to one. And I think the range of that may alter the impact of having these acceptance and rejection letters. People may be like, Oh, this person like it doesn't necessarily signify the full story of this person got it rejected and not got it and I think that there's plenty of people that could argue
0: uh, with the pros and cons of, of something like that. We don't have anything like that planned. Now let's kind of focus on where we are now. I know we've talked a lot about kind of next year and that whole process. What are you most excited about for the rest of your senior year?
1: I think all senior year events are really exciting, even already with Pep Rally and the senior Halloween breakfast has been so fun. And overall, the senior environment is exciting.
2: Yeah, I also think the attitude that every student has has kind of makes it more fun and memorable because for me i know that oh i'm gonna do everything that i want and i want to be like having no regrets and whatnot and it allows to uh for the senior class to build more of a community i think especially be more open towards everyone i think junior year, sophomore freshman year those are the years where you're focused on yourself and you want to get your applications in but once second semester rolls around everyone's like oh we're in the college or we have already sent our applications. And at that point, it's He's just class, correct? Yeah, yeah. you have okay, to go to yeah, class, of yeah. course. Yeah. Education comes first and getting ready for college whatnot. not. But I think it, it, leaves, it alleviates the, a lot of stress that we've had for semester and junior year. And to be at that point where, oh, we're almost there. And it's it's a little mix of I can't believe we're here and we're going to graduate. And like, oh, my God this is hard. Yeah, yeah. 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 so I think it, you, it's a good mix of emotions. Did
0: you find be, uh, junior year more, more uh, challenging and stressful than the beginning of the senior year? Because I know a lot of people talk about junior year being this kind of big year, and I, I'm just curious on your thoughts on uh, on that. I think senior year was definitely harder.
1: Yeah. I think classes-wise, I think junior year. Are
0: there any classes that you're looking forward to senior year that you're either currently <laughs> in or that you're going
2: to have second semester that you've really enjoyed? My psych class. I like learning about psychology and I think it's been able to give me a new perspective on different issues that I might tackle.
1: I really like all the classes I'm taking this year. I think as you get older, we have the opportunity to choose more courses that are specific on different topics. Like for English, I'm taking contemporary literature, which I didn't really know anything about, but it's really interesting.
0: Let me talk a little bit about second semester senior year, Young, you mentioned it. We have a senior project program here uh, where after April vacation, students could pick a hands on experience and, and go in a little bit, learn more about a, a particular field uh, before the end of the school year. And they, they actually, classes end at that point and they really kind of dedicate themselves to the senior project. And I'd say on average, we have about 20 to 25 students take part in it. So, kind of a small percentage of the senior class. And I guess my question would be is that something that you feel should be expanded? Should all students have the opportunity to be able to kind of dig a little bit deeper into something that they might want to get more information about? Maybe they realize, oh, this is what I want to major in, but maybe it's the opposite, and they say, oh, this is not something I want to do. Or is that last month of the year so exciting for the seniors that they don't really want to, to leave the building? I think we've created a culture here that people really like being here, and I think that's... The feedback that i've got from a number of students is like oh i like the idea of a project but i don't want to miss the last month with all the fun things that go on yeah
2: i think it the senior projects offers a lot of opportunities whether it's going on an internship or exploring different just aspects of fields that you're interested in and i i think it it's just it gets a little tough in how we incorporate more people if we wanted to just with ap classes and whatnot and having to show up classes and then tests I also think that um, maybe perhaps we have to figure out a bit the better way to manage these AP classes because a lot of the students, often they do their internship and they come back and they have a poster and they, propose, they like present their poster, but it doesn't really dive deep into what they've experienced.
1: I think the timing of it may be... The reason why not as many people participate, like you said, the environment of the school is really exciting towards the end of the school year, so not a lot of people want to miss that. So either having it at a different time of the year or a different format, I guess, having one class throughout your rotation be dedicated to that could be interesting. Let's talk
0: about the Halloween breakfast for a minute. This year was a little unique. Our Boston Red Sox won the World Series, which we were all very excited about. But their parade was scheduled for Halloween, which is also the same day that we have our annual senior tradition of students dressing up for Halloween. So in response to that, as a school, we decided to take our Halloween breakfast, which is typically scheduled second block of the day from 8.30 to 9.30, move that up to 7.30 to 8.30 to accommodate the students who may be getting dismissed to attend the parade. There was also some discussion from some students wanting us to consider the idea of moving the Halloween breakfast to the following day, Thursday, November 1st. I'm curious as to your thoughts, both as seniors but also as interns in the main office, what would you have done if you were in my shoes in making this decision around the Halloween breakfast?
2: I think the decision that the administration made was fine. I think that if people really want to go and participate in Senior Halloween, they would have done so and gone to the parade second period because you had the opportunity, opportunity to do so, but I think where people might be angry or frustrated was oh it just could have been so much easier but I think they failed to recognize that if they didn't if they were allowed to go on Thursday it'd be the administration would send a message that it's okay to skip school for something that sure it's fun but your your education comes first and I know that a lot of student athletes weren't allowed to go and allowing just basically letting people out the door and saying to people oh you can go to the parade it's fine we'll just move it to accommodate you makes it unfair for those who wanted to do Halloween on Halloween and those athletes that had to stay at the school both days.
1: Um, I've definitely learned throughout the past couple of months that each decision you as the administration has to make has to consider all different kinds of people, not just the students, um, because I think teachers may have different opinions as well as parents may have different opinions on the decision. So I think the decision that was made was good.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I wasn't asking for you to, 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 to yeah. But um, last question before we wrap up, and Young, I think I'm probably going to know what you're going to answer here because we've had a number of conversations around this, and and, and feel free to be as honest as possible. If if you were the principal of this school, and again, you're in this internship program, what would be one thing that you would either change, bring back, or do differently?
2: I think my answer is pretty obvious to you. Um, Bring back dances. I've been pushing it since freshman year to bring back, yeah. 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 And we're working on it. It's been a while. It's been a while. So I think that dances offer an atmosphere that no other event can offer, whether that's good or bad. And I think we as a student council and the faculty and the administration can work together to make it a safe environment. I think it's just a matter of time where we could get an event together and pull together we
0: we'll see. We're going to continue to work on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. No guarantees, what, but yeah. certainly something I know that we've been working on. What about you, Lydia?
1: Oh, I agree with Young. I, yeah, think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think dances unanimous would here. be great. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. great. Well, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast. We really appreciate your your opinions and your feedback. Uh, you've been wonderful students in your time here. It's been a pleasure getting to know you.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Okay, that'll do it for us here at 90 Hayden Row. Thank you all for listening. As always, if you have any feedback for us, please let us know. Or if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss or someone that you'd like us to interview, please shoot us an email or give us a call. Again, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and go Hillers.